What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, today, we are looking at Revelation chapter 5. <laughs> and so when we, we saw that we were doing Revelation, we're like, all right, bring it on. You know, this is going to be good learning for us, too, as we kind of dive deeper into this than we have before. So as you catch up to Revelation 5, what's happened in Revelation 1, 2, 3, and 4? Well, I'm glad you asked. This book has talked about Jesus' death, his resurrection, the establishment of his kingdom, and also that there were letters written to the seven churches at that time when John was writing this, blessing them, but also giving them correction. And so there's a transition now as we're now looking at the throne room in heaven and mm-hmm. just heaven in general. But you have to pay attention because it's not talking about heaven in the sense of, well, what color are the clouds and what, how many strings are on the harp? And that is talking about what our relationship with God is going to look like when we're with him after our time on earth is done. And so when we're looking at Revelation chapter five, uh, at the core of it, it's talking about this new song that's being sung. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like Clark said, it's less about kind of this description and what we might see and more about just like who God is and how we relate to him. And so that's why you probably read this thinking like, wow, they do a lot of worshiping. And that makes total sense because that's, um, and we'll address that a little bit later on, but like that is what we do when we encounter God is we fall on our face and worship. And so, um, like Clark said, there's this new song that gets talked about starting in verse eight. Um, but before we get to the new song, um, that had never been sung before, I'm going to read verses one and two and give you just a little bit of why we get to the worthiness of the lamb. And so they're talking about this scroll in verses one and two. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? And so this isn't a question of strength. This isn't a question of intelligence. This is a question of worthiness. Who is worthy? Who has paid the debt? This isn't about your character. This is about something so much deeper than that. And so you go on, the verses say that no one, um, you know, below the earth, on earth, in heaven, and then they get to um, the lamb, the root of David, um, the lion of the tribe of Judah. And so we know they're talking about Jesus. All of these pictures from the Old Testament, from the New Testament that we get, he's talking about Jesus. And they literally say in the center, so now we're kind of zooming in on the throne to the center. And this is verse six. Then I saw a lamb looking as if he, it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures. So we're kind of zooming in on this realization that Jesus is worthy. Jesus is the only one over all of earth, above earth, underneath earth. He is the only one who's worthy. And then that kind of transitions us to this, to this new song and why we sing this new song. So Clark, do you want to read verses eight through 10? Yeah, it says, And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, Jesus. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which were the prayers of God's people. And they sang this new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain. And with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you've made them to be a kingdom and priest to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. 
And so in this too, Bobby and I were asking ourselves, well, what on earth is is this scroll? And Bobby might have just mentioned it, but just in case you missed it, no one knows for sure, but they think the scroll is probably some kind of deed or a will or some kind of a certificate of debt. And because Jesus was the only one who could pay for the sins of the world, he is the only one who could open this. It's almost as if it's a legal document. And, um, and so Christ opens it, and then mm-hmm. they're celebrating, going, praise Jesus that he was the one who could do this, and we're celebrating. And so what we, Bobby, like, what do we learn in the song? What's the praise and worship focused on? Right, and so the, <clears throat> the very first line that you read in this new song um, is that he is worthy because you were slain. And so literally because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice, um, he's worthy because mm-hmm. he paid with his blood, because he rose from the dead. That makes him worthy. That alone could make him worthy. Yeah. And then it keeps going. Death paid um, you with your blood. You purchased men for God from every tribe, language, people, and nation. Mm-hmm. And so you have come and you have set people th- free. You you have paid the ransom by dying on the cross for your people. Mm-hmm. So that makes you worthy, Jesus. And so in that, think of yourself as a prisoner to sin. Like you're literally in, in prison and someone has to pay a certain amount of money for you to get bailed out. Mm-hmm. Or someone has to come and, let's say you are um, captive unfairly. Someone has to come and rescue you. Right. And I think of Narnia. I think of uh, Edmund, who's in debt to the White Witch because he ate with her and drank with her. And, mm-hmm. and she technically owned the rights to him. So what did Aslan the lion do? He had to go and die so that Edmund could be set free. That's why we're celebrating because Jesus has freed us. Mm. And the third thing this song mentions is that you have made them to be a kingdom and a priest to serve our God and they will reign on the earth. Um be- Jesus is worthy because he has redeemed us. And in his redeeming of us, he has transformed us. Mm-hmm. He um, doesn't just redeem us and leave us alone, but he actually abides mm-hmm. and walks in relationship with us. And he transforms us into a kingdom and a priesthood. And he gives us a purpose. It's not like we're up in the stands and Jesus is on the field, just like put on a show for us. He actually not only won and created victory, but now he invites us to participate in celebrating mm-hmm. the benefits of the victory. Mm-hmm. Like now, hey, I want you to go and tell people the good news. I want you to go and pray for people. And the power of Christ in you will bring healing to them spiritually, physically, emotionally. Like how awesome is that? We yeah. don't have to sit on our couches and eat our popcorn. But Christ is like, no, I want you to participate in the joy. Mm-hmm. And so this is basically a song of praise and worship. Going, mm-hmm. Jesus, you are good. This is who you are. This is what you've done. And so we're going to end just asking two quick questions. And the first is this. Why is it necessary to praise God? And many people often ask, why does God need our praise? Mm-hmm. And I think we would say to that, God doesn't need us. He doesn't need our praise. He simply wants it because he wants a relationship with you. And he's deserving of it. And if you think about a sports event, or if you are a musician, a music event, there are times where you are in the presence of greatness and something wild goes down. You cannot help but to stand up and to scream and shout and woo, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, just last Sunday, my football team, the Cowboys, made the craziest comeback I've seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. All my kids were sleeping. I couldn't help it. I kicked open the front door. I was in the front yard going, woo-hoo-hoo, yeah, praise God. My neighbors heard it. I couldn't help it. But when it comes to our realization of who God is and what God has done, that's supposed to be our response. And so when that's Mm -hmm. not my response, I think I have to take more time just to remember and reflect. Mm 
mm-hmm. on who God is and what God's done. Mm-hmm. And I need to tap into that more and, and sit in it because that's the most important thing, the most important message that I could possibly sit in and realize and experience. Mm-hmm. So, Bob, what's the second question? So how often does praise and worship flow from you? Yeah. That's kind of a good this point of reflection today. Like as you go back and maybe you're doing this at the end of the day. And just look back on your day and think that. Or maybe you're doing this in the morning. And maybe this can be an encouragement, an invitation to you that praise and worship would flow from you. Um, This is verse 11. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. And then they continue singing. Mm -hmm. This is our God, folks. Um that angels and yeah nature mountains i can't even it's just incredible just amazing um whoa blown away by this literally jesus the slain lamb who's the only one worthy to open the scroll deserves and um Mm -hmm. yeah whoa i just can't even i'm so grateful for this book today and so Take take time today to actually sit and ask yourself these last two questions. Why, why should I praise God? And then two, ask yourself, how often does praise and worship flow from you? And for me, a helpful thing is just looking at the sun, looking at the clouds, looking at trees, uh, the wind. Every time the wind blows through my hair and I'm walking back from work, I think of the Holy Spirit. I think of like, I'm not alone. God's here. So uh, ask yourself that question. Take some time to think about it today. Yeah, don't look directly in the sun, you guys, though. No, I heard that hurt your eyeballs. Turn up the music. Read Revelation chapter 5 today. God bless you. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.